Hello, hello. This is episode one of the General Admission Podcast. My name is Josh Roman. I am your host. We're sitting here with my good friend, co-host, producer, Dave Ogilvy. Hello, hello. You said that so strangely. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> like you're a, a um, flight attendant, right? I yeah. Hi, welcome teaching, to your flight. This is teaching everyone how to episode. buckle their seatbelts. This seat is the belts. first episode of the flight. I'm your host. I, uh, I guess I just really want to be taken seriously as like a podcast no, host, fair. slash journalist. That's fair. I get that. Yeah. Um. This is yeah. This is our first episode. Very first. Uh, we are talking to my good friend Alex Barima. Uh, Alex is an actor and a voice actor. You might know him from uh, The Hollow or The Exorcist. Not the movie. Uh, he's not that old. Uh, the show with John Cho. Yes, is also a real exorcist as well. He, yeah, he um side <laughs> side job is exercise. Is that the active verb exercising? <laughs> <laughs> he exercises demons um, no, no. at uh, Soul Cycle. Uh. <laughs> yeah, what is like someone that pr- is a professional exerciser? Do they are they exorcist? I think that works. Yeah, um, I am a art school dropout, so I don't. <laughs> Don't super now. I know nothing about exercise. <laughs> Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> I run sometimes. To the bus. <laughs> uh, yeah. Alex is um, a great guy. Alex is a great guy. Great, great he shared, guest. shared the bed space with us. He did. Uh, uh, there was just three of us <clears> in the bed, and it was lovely. Um, some of my best memories are cuddling with Alex Barima. I'm thinking about renaming this podcast, like, Two guys, one bed, or three. Well, three, yeah, three, three, three folks, three one folks, bed, one bed. Yeah, uh, <laughs> is that dumb idea? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, you, you, we get into some fun stuff talking about where Alex grew up. Um, he's a French Canadian actor, um, which you wouldn't really know, uh, because he doesn't have a French accent at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we talk about uh, his career. We talk about us working together. Uh, he was one of the actors on Andy the Great. Um, Which is a great movie. Oh, when it, what's going on with that? Uh, so for the what folks listening, yeah. well, yeah, what can I say? Um, so it's a movie that I wrote and directed and produced with my partner, Dave, not this Dave, uh, Irish Dave, um, Irish Dave. David Irish. Lawrence, uh, who is my business partner and uh, the love of my life. Uh, yeah, uh, right now we're kind of in a place of just figuring out what the next move is. The movie's done, and we're kind of looking into festivals and distribution, and we'll see. Um, but I'll keep you all posted. Please, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so this podcast, uh, this is going to be a place where myself and Dave talk to people that we're interested in talking to, which for right now seems to be a lot of actors, but we'll, uh, you know, we'll see where things go. I think so. Yeah, we gotta meet some more people too. We do. Um, so if you uh, if you want to be on the podcast, text Dave personally. Please. <laughs> uh, no, I think I think we're just surrounded by people that are doing interesting things. Yeah, and that's and that's, that's it is a beautiful thing. Open up our perspective. I think so. Uh, yeah, so this the general admission podcast falls under the production company General Admission, with which myself and David Lawrence uh, founded and. Things are just going to only get confusing with my producer on this also being Well, you Dave. did just call him David, so... Well, I mean, that's what he professionally we could, we could, goes by. We should just stick to that. That's going to be weird, but okay, yeah. Okay, he's David. You're Dave. There we go. There we go. We figured it out. Yeah, but I uh, hope you enjoy the show. Um, please subscribe. We're just getting started. Um, we're kind of figuring this out as we go, so... You know, subscriptions help, and uh, yeah. I mean, if you don't like it, you don't have to do that. 
Um, you can no, always you, you, you yeah, can always subscribe and then never actually listen. Mm-hmm. Um, that is another option if you didn't enjoy it, or but also just, like, like us on your way to bed and you're closing your eyes, you just click play. And yeah, Dave's phone Dave's over. voice is very soothing. Um, so you could fall asleep to it real easy. <laughs> I mumble too much. That's true. Uh, <laughs> you say that's true as if you're not like. You <laughs> Give me a little bit of compliment. <laughs> Drop an insecurity to you, and you're like, "That's true." <laughs> you have great things to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just don't say I'm them clearly. Wait, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Was that supposed to be me? <laughs> I wasn't directing that anywhere. Josh. It felt like it was directed uh, that's, at me. That's the insecurity. <laughs> no, you're not. You're you not slightly overweight. You're actually quite fit. <laughs> <laughs> not slightly overweight. <laughs> uh, yes, but uh, without further ado, this is our episode with Alex Barima. Get into it. Yeah. Uh, no, thank you. I'm I'm perfect, perfectly fine. Tweet. Yeah. I mean, this is it. This is what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. French kiss in the mic. Got it, man. Got it. This one. Just okay, so I. Real professional. Blah, 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 blah. Right. <laughs> this one specifically, like, I have to talk in right, like, from the top. Oh, you have to. I mean, I was before I was talking over here, and like, it's okay, but then. Yeah. That, that this sounds a lot better. You know, you better. got headphones on. You can hear the shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. Oh, how are you feeling this morning, though? Like, were you hungover? Uh, are we rolling? Yeah. Oh, we are. <laughs> Why yeah, didn't you so tell me? No, we're just fucking. We're just talking. It's you, great. You didn't tell me we were rolling. I'm on my phone. <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, I was gonna say it's pretty rude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you need to give me like a three, two, one. All hey. right, and welcome, welcome back. back. Yeah. How's everybody <laughs> doing? <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. What was your question? <laughs> So, to everyone listening, uh, last night was our friend Adil's birthday party. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Things got a... Do you not do like an introduction? <laughs> no, not at all. No, this is fucking it. You just start talking just start and talking. people just are like... Uh, yeah, we're mid-conversation. You just put like a label on it and you're like, guess who's who? Oh, no. There's, uh, there's like a whole intro part that we do when you're not here. Ah. Uh, yeah, see, yeah, like yeah. you need to explain these things to me. No, yeah, we're just, dude, just feel natural. We're just here. We're okay. just talking. Okay. You, talking you, you know you sound like fucking perverts, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just talking. We're just talking. Like, we're just, just, uh, just like one just, of them's uh, lying on the floor. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they've got me on the bed. I don't know what you're talking about. They're it's a really serious... coffee uh, with sedatives in yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, okay. We're just talking. Okay. <laughs> Deep breath. Okay. I'm yeah, ready. but uh, our friend's birthday party last night. Yeah, sick um, party. Yeah, it was really, f- I mean, for what I can remember, it was very fun. Yeah, Josh had a rough time. Okay, so we were talking about this one in the elevator. Yes. Um, so I drink, like, quite a bit. Like, not. Yeah, we, dr- we, we, drink. We, we, we drink. drink. We drink. We like to, we like to have fun. Uh, and last night, I finished work, and I was like, okay, I'm going to pick up a four-pack of beer. I don't want to go too hard. Mm-hmm. Show up, <laughs> have um, three drinks, go outside. Someone hands me a blunt, have two little hits of it, go back inside, and apparently threw up on myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is at like 7.30 p.m. Uh, throw up on myself, um, get taken to Adil's room, and woke up at midnight. Just uh-huh. s- completely stone cold sober and humiliated. <laughs> You're on your phone again. You- no, I'm researching this. Is there photos? Uh, yeah, there's, there's oh, photos. No, 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 not, not the party. I'm researching blunts. Oh, oh, right. Just the difference see. between joints and blunts. Cause yeah, I don't feel like there it. is, is blunt just like a sloppier joint. It's just, it's, it says it's, the only difference apparently is the paper. It's just rolled with tobacco paper, but. Oh, that's why. Oh. Cause I feel that I get higher off blunts. But I think, but I think that's the, 
Yeah, I think that that's the general consensus is that blunts are like more powerful, but I don't know why. Oh. I think when you mix tobacco, because you you're getting kind of a stimulant from tobacco. Like when you smoke a cigarette, it kind of puts you in a state of relaxation, right. and then you're double relaxed and drinking it as, as well. <sighs> like if I'm high and I smoke a cigarette, I get higher. Mm. Sure. Interesting. Okay. See, I but I I've always oh, smoked. Is it just a mixture? Because I've tobacco. I've smoked cigarettes for nice. years, and then I'll have some weed and still be fine. It's weird. Like, I don't know. It must have been like just a concoction of some kind. I don't know. It's. I need to text Adele. I feel so bad. Yeah, you probably should. But yeah. just, I don't think he. I don't think he's holding anything against you. But I. I. He should. Should he? <laughs> okay. Blunt joint spliff. What's the difference? So a Honest, spliff is a mixture of, of tobacco weed and, and tobacco. Weed yeah. Is what I usually hear. Let's see here. So. Blah, 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 blah. So this is it. Okay, well, what is a joint? Okay. To help you understand the difference between a blunt joint and a spliff, we're going to break down the construction into smaller components. Okay, they're really taking this to the interior, exterior, color, size, flavor. Like, what? <laughs> okay, interior of a joint is exclusively marijuana. No extra okay. stuff in there, man. Yeah. All right, joints. Okay, I'm just going to skip to the color, size, who cares, flavor. Yeah, whatever. Have more into it, um, yeah, so like a joint, the interior of a blunt is strictly marijuana, okay? Right. Whether it's a blunt or a joint doesn't depend on the strain inside, just that it's exclusively marijuana. A blunt or a joint mixed with anything else is not a blunt or a joint and should be referred to by a different name. Okay, pretty strict, strict, wow. strict stuff here. Serious guidelines. Exterior, again, this is where the major difference between a blunt and joint occurs. A blunt is made by filling a piece of tobacco paper with your choice of marijuana. Alternatively, a blunt can be created with a cleaned-out cigar wrap. Yeah, people did do that. Cigar wraps are typically made from compressed tobacco leaf. So I think, I think it's the paper. I think the paper gets you fucked up. That's wild. Cause yeah, cause it's yeah, it's it's the paper's made of tobacco. It's made of tobacco. So it's yeah, cause I you know. Did I, you smoke some of that too? I did. I did. Yeah, you were and, sitting beside me, right? Yeah, but like yeah. I I know how to take tiny tiny pulls, and that's what I did. And I and I. In like the middle of the day, I took some without really thinking about it too much. But I, again, had tiny pulls and then it was fine. Yeah. And then later in the night when I was really wrecked, I had two more tiny pulls. And though I really felt those. I really felt them. I was oh. like, okay. But yeah, because I was going to say, um, I remember back in like, this is like 10 years ago. Yeah. When I graduated. Um, well, not was it 10? No, not, not quite. It's got to be. It it's matter. almost 10 for me. And you're no, well, I, I graduated high school 10 years yeah. ago. Uh, 11 years ago but um, post-secondary so long story short like it were in in Quebec you know you do like you graduate in grade 11 and then you do two years of post-secondary before you go to university and so my school had a full program where you could do like your grade 7 to 11 and then do your post-secondary all in the same school yeah so at the end of the post-secondary we we graduated and then we it was our our last exam and then our my one of my friends had this idea to like get a bunch of weed he, yeah. or he would order it from all over this was before like dispensaries way before the stuff was <laughs> yeah, legal. you buy weed from like a guy yeah exactly yeah. so he ordered a, a bunch of special strains and then he got a bunch of I mean, we never smoked blunts like back in school it was always like joints or yeah. spliffs or whatever and so he gets these blunts <laughs> these blunt papers and he gets all the weed and like and so this ended up being like a a giant crew of dudes like like guys that wasn't even like that we weren't even that close with, but yeah. we ended up getting like fifteen to twenty dudes together, and we were like, "Yo, let's roll these three massive blunts and go smoke them like in the alley, like uh, nearby the school." 
And so we were like, okay, let's do it. So it was yeah. like this big project that we had like all day. We're like, all right, so we meet up. We all meet up at this time and we're going to go and blah, blah. And like these are all like seasoned smokers yeah. by this point. And we're just all, taking it so seriously. Yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. know. We've all been smoking weed since we were like 14 or of whatever. Course, yeah. So we, you know, we, 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 we know yeah, how French to handle kids it. Yeah, crazy. So we <laughs> roll these blunts and we go to the alley and um, we start smoking them. And like not a single person was not choking. Like Fuck. like okay. fifteen guys, all everybody was hitting it, and just like I'm not talking about a little cough that you can catch or not. Like yeah. everybody was choking, choking Ooh. on this shit, and we were like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then, um, one of the people, one of the residents of the buildings, fucking <laughs> opens her window, and she stares down at us, and there's just like. <laughs> 15 dudes staring up at her and there's like this big moment of silence and then they just like scrambled <laughs> so then that's when shit started to go downhill because yeah. like and I'm, I'm looking at some of the guys and you know i know that they smoke and they're yeah. like sitting down they're just like yo like this is fucked i'm dead but then we kind of started splitting up but then we realized that like I, I found myself with like my close friends at that point after the scramble and then we realized that one of our friends is passed out. <laughs> he's, he's, he's absolutely fucking gone. Oh, no. <laughs> so they're like trying to reanimate him, resuscitate him. <laughs> and um, it's going like very slowly, you know. Yeah. And so basically we have to get the fuck out of here because this lady's like going to call the cops because... I'm pretty sure this qualifies as like illegal assembly or whatever, and we're fucking smoking illegal drugs. Yeah, and so <laughs> I'm and I'm ripped at this point. Like I'm realizing that I've made a mistake. Like I've ingested too much of the cron, <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, this is gonna be a, uh, this is gonna be a journey. And I turn around and I see that my friend who was passed out is now yeah. being carried, like b dragged, really. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's got his arms around two other guys' shoulders, oh, no. and they're just dragging him. His feet are not moving, and no. he's got this <laughs> pair of shades on. It's like full so week in the burning. Like, he looks like a corpse. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. He looks oh, like a fucking no. corpse, and they're dragging him. And I'm like, holy fuck, like, this is not going well. No. And then we're, we come out of the alley, and then the alley... Like there's like a couple bars near our school, and by this point we're all 18, so we're allowed yeah. to go out. And a lot of people like did their exams and just went to a bar like normal people. Yeah. And um, I'm walking, and then I'm, I'm I'm like hazy as fuck, and I'm walking. I'm like, hey, we're going to the bar. We're going to some bar. We're going to some bar. Uh, all of a sudden, it's just me and that friend, the, the passed guy, out, the one. guy who passed out. But yeah. he's now he's now awake oh. and hungry. <laughs> and, I'm just, <laughs> and I'm like, where the fuck is everyone? Like I just lost complete touch with yeah. reality and I didn't know where anybody was. So, so it's just me and him and he's looking at me and you know, he's like lost. He just woke yeah. up. He's just like, man, I don't know what the fuck happened. I'm so <laughs> hungry. I feel like I'm going to die. Yeah. I'm like, all right, let's go get some food. And we're going. So we, we decided to go to this poutine place, like Belgian fry place. And we, it's on, on the way there. We see a group of friends from school who weren't with us, yeah. um, but they're just on a, on a patio drinking and they see me and they're like, you know, Oh, what's up, Alex? How you doing? And I'm not in any state to have a fucking conversation. And you know, it's my friend. How's buddy now? Is he like chatty? Chatty, no, he's he doesn't know what's going on. Okay, he doesn't great. really know these people, yeah, so yeah. he's just like he's just like staring. <laughs> and I'm just I'm trying to answer these questions without revealing that I'm baked, but I can't really hide no. it. And I, I remember at, at one point feeling like I had like all this gum stuck under my shoe, 
I did not. No. And I was like <laughs> scrubbing my foot on the asphalt. <laughs> And then they're like, what are you doing? And I'm just like, ha ha. And then then I remember, I don't remember the conversation, but I remember doing a little dance at some point. And and then while I was doing the dance, I was like, it's over. They know, they know, they know I'm fucked. Anyways, I was like, yo, so yeah, we're just going to go get some food and like, yeah, I'll catch you guys later, maybe. So we go to this poutine place. (laughs) And by this point, like now we're like more comfortably high. Yeah. So we're just like, you know, kind of like laughing and just. You know, yeah, being the nice general, come down. Yeah, yeah, general like, well, there's no come down. Like we're we're very much on the train, and it's going fast. But at least we feel like we've got some kind of control. And then uh, the, the server comes by, and he he's like, "All right, how you doing, guys?" And we're like, "Hee yeah, we're good." <laughs> and he's like, "All right, um, start you off with some waters." We're like, "Yes, please." He pours these glasses of water. Me and my friend grab him and we chug him, right? And we're just like, oh, fuck, this is the best thing ever. Put him down and realize that the guy hasn't left. And so he's just holding the pitcher of water and he's just looking at us. Like, oh, no. and then he's like, I'm just going to leave this here. He leaves the picture there, and then me and my friend were just like, yo, we are fucking wrecked. And yeah, yeah we just had a good lunch, and I don't really remember what happened the rest of that day. But I, to this day, like, when I, whenever I see that guy, I see him, like, once a year or whatever. And, uh, yeah, we, we love telling each, reminding ourselves of that story because it was truly a, <laughs> just a hilarious chain of events. Like, him passed out. Like, that's burned in my brain. Like, yeah. him, him getting just dragged. the drag with yeah, sunglasses. With the sunglasses, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, this is a movie. It's so oh, good. Oh, so funny. Yeah, weed, weed is uh, is is dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Dave fucking holds weed better than anyone I know. Yeah. He's high right now. You don't know? I did not know. No, I did not know. I used to smoke <laughs> a lot more. I don't anymore. But uh, yeah, I used to smoke pretty much every day. I hope my parents never hear this because they yeah. don't, they don't know that. I mean, can your parents? They know podcasts and like no, ta- no, yeah, same. I, I doubt my yeah. mom will ever sit down and listen to this. <laughs> my brother might. But I don't cool. know. I, well, never, I don't. I never really talked about drugs with my brother. Probably. How many siblings do you have? Just one. Oh, okay. Yeah, you said twenty-one. Okay, it's so like an, an adult. Yeah, I'm assuming he's tried it. I don't know. Uh, probably. Uh, it's not something. What's it like in? Like, he still is in Montreal. Yeah, yeah. How is that with, like, drugs and stuff? Is it still? Is it because weed legal? So, well, weed is legal. Is it? Is it full? I thought it was provincial. Is it full like Canada wide? It's legal everywhere, but people in Montreal still use drug dealers because they had no infrastructure whatsoever in in preparation for the legalization, not like we had here. Like, we had dispensaries here for years and years before the legalization came through. They did not. And so all the legal weed is going through one company, pretty much, and they're always, like, backed up. So Crazy. people so can't get still buy from so, some yeah. guy. So the best way to do it is just to call a guy and get it from him. All my, like, all of my friends still use drug dealers. Every single one. That's insane. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've bought weed from like a guy since it, high school. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in like five or six years. Like, it's crazy. No, they fucked it up. But um, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do about it, to be honest, because like they're, they didn't help anything. Like the drug dealers are still like, if you want to sell weed, like you pretty much have to move to Montreal and like, you're guaranteed to find wow. the market. Guaranteed. Yeah. So huh. I don't know. But uh, yeah, no, people, people love their weed over there. They really do. How'd you get into acting? Uh, I've always been into it. I don't know. It's something that I've always wanted to do. And uh, so, yeah, when I was, by the time I was 16, you know, my parents were just kind of like, eh, he'll outgrow it, he'll outgrow it. And then when they saw that it wasn't happening, they were like, okay, well, this isn't good. Um, (laughs) And then I, so I, when I was 16, by the time I was 16, my 
parents were kind of like, all right, fine. Like, you know, you can pursue that if you want and, you know, mm. just, just like have a plan B. And I'm like, no. <laughs> um, um, so I, when I was 16, I did a, like a talent search. Basically it's, it's a ripoff, but you know, I'm glad I did it because it led me here because I auditioned for a, um, a, a, a Los Angeles, I don't know if he was a casting director or if he was a manager anyway, he was a, he was an LA guy Yeah, and he was like, Hey kid, you need to pursue this. And I was like, picturing this guy with like a Porsche and like a bad suit. You know what I mean? And he was like, I think his name was John Simmons or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, you need to, you need to get out of here, man. You can't, you can't stay in Montreal. You need to get out of here. You need to go to Toronto or Vancouver. Shit's happening over there, man. I was like, thank you for the advice, sir. I will take that to heart, which I did. Yeah. And so when I was 16, like uh, that year, I started uh, my last year of high school. And I was like, I think I'm going to get the fuck out of here as soon as I can. And so finished high school, then did my post-secondary in theater because not because I wanted to particularly study theater, but because yeah. I, like what, what the fuck else was I going to take? I was like, if I can get a degree. This or, is the same post-secondary to the high school. Yeah, exactly. Wow. They had yeah. like a theater program. Eh? Yeah, they had a, they had a, they had a, a, an arts program with a theater profile in it. Okay. So I did that. We, the arts program is actually very, very good there. Um, the theater portion of it, I mean, you know, you study it, but I don't yeah. know, I'm not, I'm not really a theater guy. Right. Um, I enjoy performing. I hate rehearsing. That's kind of my, yeah. my, yeah, my, my system, if you will. Uh, so yeah, but I, you know, I was glad I did it and it was very well funded and everything like that. Um, but yeah, I knew that I was just getting that, that diploma just to say I had it and that was it. Yeah. I knew it wasn't going to appease open. your parents a little bit. Well, yeah, but I knew it wasn't going to open any doors for me, but, um, I knew I wasn't going to university either. So once I finished that, uh, yeah, all my friends went to university and I, um, just worked. I worked at a call center. It was my first real job for, what was I that there. like? It was, man, honestly, it was like one of the most formative experiences of my life. Like Were you I, selling stuff? No, no, no. I was doing inbound, inbound oh, okay. for a telephone company, a uh, cell phone company. And it was just like a very, very, um, yeah, like I said, very formative because I never, I'd never worked full time ever. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was like to deal with that kind of responsibility. Found out that um, I'm not very good at, <laughs> at, 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 I'm not very good at like, I'm not very, no, no, I'm not very reliable in terms of like, if I don't want to be in a certain environment, I will find ways to, to not be in that environment. Yeah, fair. And so I remember I worked there only for a year, like mm-hmm. 365, like just, I got hired in May, 20, uh, 2009, no, 2010, sorry. And then yeah, May, 2011, I was gone. Um, but by the end, my my supervisor came up to me and he's like, I tallied up your your hours that you've missed, like either from being oh, late no. or not showing up. Yeah. Or no, I think it was just being late. And he's like, you've been so late so often, you've actually missed 48 hours of work. Holy <laughs> shit. In a year. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, dude. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. Wow. I think there might have been a, a, a couple of no-shows in there as well. Okay, yeah. But it was that kind of environment. It was, it was a third-party call center, so I wasn't oh, okay. working for the actual yeah, company. Yeah. The actual office of the company was across the street, and oh. they would like take us on little field trips <laughs> over there to fucking see how they do it over there. And I'm like, yeah, office was way nicer. People were making like 16 bucks an hour there, and I was just like, why are you, why are you bringing us here? 
to yeah. torture us? Like, can we can we come work here? No. Yeah. It's like, okay, now go back to across the street and do your job, monkey, for 12 bucks, you stupid asshole. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So, um, no, but honestly, like, if I didn't know, I mean, I was just like, I knew I had to save money, right? Yeah. And so I was like, this is a job. It pays, back in the day, 12 bucks an hour was like, pretty fucking good yeah and i didn't have any i didn't have any bills i didn't have any rent to pay so i was just like i'm just gonna work save money i'm yeah. just gonna be here and i'm gonna put my head to the ground at that point go. did you already decide you're gonna move to vancouver yeah i'd already decided it's the reason why i took that job to save right. the money to move here but man it was like it was like it was like i lost a year of my life which is not a lot and it's it's fine but like i remember being in it and just like i've never been on that kind of like grindy grind mm. i haven't been on one since really like I, I i worked a call center here five days a week like full time but i didn't work i didn't work there that long and by that point i already had the previous experience so right. I, I and 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 the job was a lot easier like when i was working for the cell phone company i think we were taking like i mean i'm just throwing this number out there but it could have been anywhere between like fucking 50 or to 70 calls a day, you know, wow. just like, cause it was like, it's one of the big, big phone companies. Yeah. So we were getting still like customer complaints. Yeah, customer, yeah. yeah. Everything like just you, you hang up, you had like 30 seconds to, to wrap up your, your file. So the thing is, it's like, they wanted you to like, while you're talking to the customer, be writing in the file so that you don't have to do it all at the end so that yeah. you can take a call. It was so stupid because I was like, that, that's not good service. Like if I'm talking to you and I'm trying to type at the same time and like give it, so I was like, whatever. So I would always take like extra time after my call. So they didn't, mm. they, they didn't like the way I worked. Yep. They liked the quality of my work, but they hated how slow I was, how, you know, how, you know, I was probably, I was probably taking the fewest calls every day just because I would, I would take my time with every single one. But, um, it was, man, just like problem solving, like one oh one you know, like, mm -hmm. uh, like listening, like people call you, you gotta, you gotta know how to deal with people. Like, yeah. And, and, and that's when I realized that like, I do have a knack for customer service. And that, so every time I've had to hold down a, a job, uh, like a nine to five or whatever. I yeah. always go back to, to customer service. I always try to find a job in a call center or something like that because honestly, I, I do like that work. I do yeah. like talking to people. I mean, you're personal as fuck. Like it's great. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, but it's also what, what really makes or breaks those jobs is the company you work for because yeah. you can't, I, I refuse to defend policies that I don't agree with. <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty like cold. Like if I think our a policy makes sense, yeah. I don't really care that you don't like it. I'm just like, well, here's, it here's why it's like that. And sorry that you don't like it. But this, like I, I worked for uh, another company here in Vancouver, a local company that's pretty big. And uh, they, like, I loved their policies yeah. and I thought, and they, they, they treated their employees like really well. I haven't worked there for a couple of years. That's but, like the clothing and backpack. Uh, company. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, and just like treated super well, and so it was easy to work for them. You know, it was easy. Yeah. It was easy to, to to just kind of show up and be like, hey, okay, here's the here's the deal, and blah blah. And like the work environment was really cool. So I would have stayed there a lot longer if I hadn't uh, gotten the the Exorcist. And since the Exorcist, I've kind of managed to avoid yeah. avoid the clock. How was so the Exorcist you worked with? You were John Cho's yeah. son, yeah. Yeah. How was that? Adopted. Well, yeah. <laughs> It was fantastic, man. It was like, <laughs> you, yeah. no, that that's, you are the demon possession. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, yeah. Um, no, Exorcist was dope, man. It was like the best, the best fucking thing ever. Best set experience. Just because, you know, 
there's a world of difference between being on a show for uh, like a few days yeah like um or being on a show for four months you know yeah so um yeah got got super close with john um a few other people that have friends friends that i made working on set um yeah it was just everything like you can't really ask for more than that no really, sounds like a dream yeah it really was um yeah i don't know i don't know it's tough it's been like it, it was it was it was a cool experience just for like i was really nervous about it like i remember not being nervous at all and then when when the first day of shooting happened i was just yeah. like wait what is that I your suck? first series regular yes wow my, my only series regular. wow fuck yeah <laughs> That's a, um, that's a big get for a first. Like, I feel like a lot of people do like a Canadian show or like a kid's TV show yeah. around town. Like, well, it, yes, no, it honestly, like it's, it was such a good show and like the cast is fucking fire. Yeah. Like, those two leads, um, uh, Alfonso Herrera and Ben Daniels, man, if you've never seen Ben Daniels act, like watch anything he's in, like okay. he's crazy, crazy good. Um, and yeah, it was just this weird thing that like Fox, I, I don't think really cared about that show. Like we had a Friday night slot, <laughs> like no promotion. Right. Nobody's ever no. heard of the show. I'd never heard of it before. Yeah. It's wild that it, it didn't get a bigger push. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't think they, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand business enough to, yeah. to understand Same. that type of move. I'm like, why would you spend so much money yeah. on something and then not promote it? Yeah. Just trying to ride the names alone, I guess. Yeah, which is I don't know. Anyways, but it, it, honestly, like I was very surprised at how much I liked it when I before I before I started working on it. I, I watched the entire first season, and man, it was fucking crazy good. Like I was I was actually really really into it. So yeah, and our season was fun too. It's hard to it's hard to watch something that you're a part of. Oh, and of then course, like yeah. Be you know because you know everything that's gonna happen. Yeah. But uh, no, we were really happy with it, and like man, like I said, everybody was so great to work with, and. Yeah, it's 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 really it really changed everything kind of in a way. Even though I I haven't done as much TV since being on that, but just because now the competition for the stuff that I audition for is just like, you know, I don't I don't know I don't know I don't I don't have the I don't have the the, the weight. I don't know. I, yeah. It's just weird. It's just harder now. Yeah, it's harder. But it's you know. I like the stuff I'm going out for. Just not, yeah, not and you've been doing it. a ton of voice work recently. Yes, recently. Yeah, voice has been kind of the has kind of taken over everything. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of work in the town for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I love, I love it. I love voice acting. Honestly, I would say more than film acting. Wow. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Are you doing a lot of like voices, or is it mostly you? Um, I've been doing a lot of like commercials, which okay. is cool. Yeah. Commercials are man, they're they're fun to do and they pay really well and it's yep. a good thing. Um yeah, I, I definitely like doing the animation yeah. uh, more than the commercials, but the commercials are actually like really fun as well. You know, it cool. is it is fun to try to sell sell shit to people. Um that's the customer service in me, you know. Um yep. yeah, but the animation stuff has really been like that. I, I think that's the stuff that kind of stresses me out because I want I want to do so well. And you know, you're, you're only communicating through your voice. So you want yeah. it, you want it to sound good and you want, you want to come across like, you know what you're doing and, and, and things like that. But, um, yeah, I'm hoping to get to do more, way more animation for sure. For sure. I'm, I'm what's the, what's the show you're on right now for the animation? Um, uh, the hollow. Yeah. On Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, didn't, wasn't too wasn't around too much during the first season. I yeah. was, you know, I was in it. I did like four or five episodes. But in the in the second season that's coming out in twenty twenty, I'm definitely gonna be seeing more of Reeve, Ooh. the angry angry little boy. Love that. Yeah, yeah. Cool man. 
where where do you want to be doing like are you you're wanting to lean more into animation for right now like i'm ready to just you know i want to i want to work i want to be able to like clear my debt (laughs) it's the dream (laughs) yeah and i just like i want to you know, when I started acting, I was like, oh, I'm going to act. I'm just going to act. Yep. I'm going to fucking go to L.A. I'm going to be an L.A. actor. What's up? <laughs> Every young Canadian actor's dream. Is you like, know I just got to make the move. Got to get down yeah, to L.A. Yeah, And like, yeah. as I got older, I was like, I don't want to go to L.A. Like, I don't know. No. Fuck no. Like, I don't, I, I'm so happy here. I'm so happy with, like, the people that I know here, the work that, yeah. that we do here. I'm just like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go anywhere. But you can't. I can't, I can't stay here because it's unlivable. Like you can't afford yeah. anything here. Oh, it's crazy. Like just the standard of living in the city yeah. is so high. Yeah. So I'm like, that's not feasible. And like, I'm from no. Montreal, so I could easily. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're obviously fluent in French. Yeah. That so helps. It does help a lot. Yeah. It, it's like the thing. So, and I'm just like, I'll just buy something out there. And so, so I'm, I'm slowly thinking about sharing my time between here and there. Now the voice acting, now that the voice acting has become a bigger thing, mm-hmm. that's kind of what's keeping me here more, I think. Because if it, was, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be doing all that much. You know, like, yeah, I'll be here to audition and stuff like that. But the truth is, in terms of work, I don't know. Like, I, I definitely can't rely on it. Like, you no. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so, um, yeah I actually got, I actually signed with a French agency in Montreal when I was just there. Oh, yeah. So... Just went on a couple auditions in French. They do things so different out there. It's so crazy. Like one of the big differences that shocked me is um, the readers. <laughs> I go to my first audition and the reader comes out and then he's like, hey, I'm going to be your reader today. I'm like, okay, first off, odd. Sweet. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. and then he's like, hey, so you want to run it? I'm like, what? <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, let's run it. And then we run it. This guy's off book, right? Wow. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is, this is different. Yeah. And then uh, we go into the room and then they explained to me, they're like, hey, what's up? Okay, so we're going to do the scene. Uh, you guys are going to come in from that side. I'm like, wait, what? And they're like, yeah, you guys are going oh, to The reader's in the scene I'm with like, you. You're going to film. He's going to be in. They're like, yeah, he's going to be in it. We're going to film over his shoulder and we're going to film you. I'm like, what? It's crazy. Yeah. Turns out way better, obviously. Seems like it would be way like, better. Way yeah. better. Like, you're, you're actually, like actually, you're, doing, you're a actually scene, yeah. doing a scene. Yeah. So I was like, shit, this is like, this is dope. We should do that here. <laughs> we should, but like, I feel like the workloads aren't the same. Yeah. So I feel like readers here, probably if they're reading for five different parts in a day, like yeah. are they gonna, you know? But um, yeah, and then I read for another series, and the, this this isn't normal even for them, but it was like the reader was the lead of the show. What? <laughs> yeah. So. Like, was it just was it intentional, or was it just like their I don't know side I, job, I didn't, I didn't, and it happened I, I, to I didn't be ask. no, 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 no. She's she doesn't have. I don't think okay, she, yeah, she yeah. needed a side job, but. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's like I think she's very heavily involved in the right. show. So, so every audition's like a chemistry test. Yeah, something like that. And like she's you know, she's been around forever. So like I was oh, okay. watching her on TV when I was a kid. And like we're like the same age, but mm-hmm. but yeah, when I was younger, she was definitely like already a kind of a big deal. French content in Canada is not something I really think about. Why would but, you? But yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like it's a big industry there, yeah? Like Quebecois stuff. Well, it, it's its own industry. Right. It's not very big, but it's yeah. it's it's definitely it's it's running all on its own. So I would say like like I tell people all the time, it's like whenever I go back to Montreal now, especially in the last like three or four years, I can't go anywhere without seeing like an advertisement for like just for laughs or whatever, and not see someone I know. That's like awesome. someone I someone I yeah. went to school with or like at the same time. You know, like I used to do improv, competitive improv in college, and like so like all these people with 
these kinds of personalities were around. And so now, like, a girl I went to high school with is, like, writing her first feature. She was just on, like, a talk show to do an interview. And she's been, like, in, you know, a million, a million things. Like, all the, like, yeah. all, all these, like, huge shows and movies that, that, but that only get seen over there because, you know, that's the market. So, um, it's, so I'm, you know, I'm hoping to make a splash <laughs> yeah. in there just, but you know, at, at, at the end of the day, like for me, it's just, it's just, I just want to live cool, man. off this industry, Yeah. but I definitely don't want to act forever. Like that's, that, that was a big realization for me. Um, since I've been in the business, I'm like, I don't, yeah, acting is cool, but I really want to get into filmmaking at some point. Oh really? Yeah. But I'm cool. I'm cool acting for now. Okay. I'm just getting to know people, making connections. And because I think that when it comes time for me to make that jump, I think one of my strong points is going to be like my ability to like delegate, yep. <laughs> delegate things and just be like, okay, I know awesome people who can do this and that and that. And uh, let's make it happen. So, yeah. Cool. I produced the first thing I ever produced was that improv show that we, yeah. that we put on uh, at the Roxy. And yeah. Yeah. So, Alex, last, when was that? That was May, April, 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 yeah, April, May. Yeah, yeah. Um, started the what was it called Vancouver Improv? Vancouver Improv League, yeah. Yeah, so fun. I only made it out to two shows, but it was so it was fun. Two out of four. That's I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think everybody had it. I, I think everybody had a good time, and we were really, really happy with the response that we got. Um, I, I knew people were gonna dig it. I yeah. didn't know that it was gonna be that big. Yeah, you're packing out the bar yeah, pretty was, much every was, time, eh? It was big. Our slowest, yeah. our, our slowest night, we had like 70, 70, 80 people. It's great. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's hard to get people out to do anything. It is. It is. But like, I had, I have so much faith in the product because it's a product that's existed for you know forty, forty yeah. some years, and it's the most fun I've ever had. Like performing, period. Like doing improv, competitive improv like that, like mm-hmm. back in Montreal. And in Montreal, if you go to Montreal, like all summer long, there's like a few dozen leagues in the city really? yeah, that you can oh, join okay. up. Yeah. There's like some, some are more well known than, than others. Yeah. But there's. Yeah. 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 It's like a huge thing. So, you know, I was like, well, I, that product doesn't exist here. No. So let me, let me just, let me just bring it. And yeah. And then, you know, some people were like, Oh, you know, like they, I, 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 I would pitch it to some people sometimes and they'd be like, like, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to buy into it when you yeah. don't know what it is. So I really needed people to like, just trust me. And like uh, the coaches, I hired the coaches first, uh, knee and Gabriel and, you know, knee has improv background. So mm-hmm. she kind of knew what I was talking about and she yeah. kind of got it immediately. Da- uh, Gabriel is a theater teacher and a, yeah theater performer so he was just like i have no idea what the fuck this is but i'm in and so by when it came time to like cast the teams and everything like he was just like shitting his pants because he was like i don't think i can do this and i was like dude you can (laughs) and uh when he started like the rehearsals with his with his teams he was like oh i see now i see because at the end of the day like there's no there's really no difference between theater and and in what we do it's yeah. just that what we do there's no you're not learning any you're not learning any lines there's yeah. no script there's no particular direction i guess it's there building is the plan as you difference. take off yeah <laughs> but um you know it's all about it's all about listening it's all about connection it's all yeah. about being in the moment and you know the our actors were really i think they put on fucking amazing shows every week yeah yeah i was impressed with the caliber of the performers for being yeah. like a first go round yeah and we actually yeah. just took everybody who showed up at the auditions. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. 11 people showed up and yeah. 11 people got in. Amazing. 
we're hoping that you know we can add a couple teams for next season but yeah. uh, we're gonna do a little encore show uh, in september when, oh, cool. on the last week of september the first week of october we're gonna do uh, one show uh each week and then probably have auditions in december i want to say nice. something like that just yeah. so we can start prepping do it again for what january yeah yeah the one thing is that uh yeah it is it was quite expensive to to get because i i i you know, I dressed the teams. Yeah, you did like full out jerseys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was so. You know, I'm I'm kind of looking at that because really, I don't I don't want this to be like a for profit thing because it really it's no. really not. It's just yeah. I, I just wanted I just wanted cover to your costs, build the culture. Yeah, cover yeah. costs. But now you know, I'm like, okay, shit. Like, how do I? I need to actually like budget this properly because I just kind of went in. You yeah. know, last time I was like, ah, I'll spend this money and I, maybe I'll make it back. Maybe I won't. I'm like, thank God I made it back. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> if I didn't, I'd be yeah, I'd, I'd be suffering right now. <laughs> But yeah, yeah no, it was cool. It was it was a lot of fun, man. Honestly, it was like it gave me it gave me a lot of uh, purpose doing that. It was it was very it was very much needed because it was something yeah. that I was thinking about doing since I moved here, like mm-hmm. for basically seven seven years. And I was like, when am I gonna do this? When am I gonna do this? And I'm like, there's literally no better time than that, than right now. You have no job. <laughs> you have all the time in the world. You have yeah. some money. Well, some credit cards. <laughs> so just do it. Just yeah, I feel it. like yeah. overseeing a big project is like the best thing to get me out of my own head. Yeah, to like yeah. focus on creating. Yeah. yeah, no, and like every step of it, like I enjoyed, even whether it was like you know calling the fucking printing places and you know like picking out shirts and like uh, going to rehearsals and supervising rehearsals and things yeah. like that and just like the logistics of it all. Like we're really you know it was it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and I'm 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 excited to do it again, but like better. Yeah. So yeah. Dude, I had no idea you wanted to film it. What what oh, kind really? of stuff? Yeah. Huh. What kind of stuff do you want to be doing? Well, I mean, <laughs> I pitch me a whole movie right now. I just want to hear. Well, I like my <laughs> like. If you ask me, like, where I would like to end up, ideally, like, I would like to be like, I would like to make movies just like James Cameron. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah, I knew you would laugh. <laughs> I knew you'd laugh. This is why I don't talk about my dreams. <laughs> You bastard. No, I, it's, uh, I just never thought of that before. That's great. Yeah, I think James Cameron. Honestly, he's he's probably... Like, I, I don't have a favorite director. Like, no. There's no director that I can see. Like, I've seen all his movies. Yeah. Like, even like Miyazaki, who is like probably legit my favorite creator. Like, oh, I, I, I haven't seen all of, his, all of this shit. Yeah. But uh, James Cameron, like, I've never seen a James Cameron movie I didn't like. Yeah. They're and a I fun ride. I don't, I don't think I can say that about any other director. You know what I Fair. mean? So, so um, yeah. And, like, I just think he has the best eye in the business yeah. and I want to make movies not and not necessarily even that same kind of movie like I don't right. necessarily want to do like a bunch of sci-fi stuff yeah. but I just want to make like huge like big spectacle like, yes big yeah. spectacle film you know films that like everyone in the world wants to see you know what I mean yeah and not just because it's like Oh, it's it's a superhero that everyone knows. It's like yeah. I, I just want to I, I want to like kind of like what Peter Jackson did with Lord of the Rings. You know, yeah. it's like Lord of the Rings wasn't a fucking household name. No. I mean, everybody had heard of it, but yeah, you, know. it's more like you read The Hobbit in yeah, school. Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. And when he yeah. made that movie, people were just like, "Why the fuck are you making this?" Like, yeah. and then lo- the thing that's so behold. crazy about James Cameron's career is, I feel like he's the only person making movies that big that aren't. Um, like adaptations, you mean? Yeah. Or? Oh, right, right, right. That are like intellectual property, like yeah, full, yeah, yeah. his own creations. Yeah. No, he's, he, I think he's fucking amazing. Like Avatar, honestly, is still to this day probably the most fun Dude. I've had in a movie theater. I haven't seen that movie since it came out. Yeah. 
I don't know if it holds up, but, but it's it was just fun. But the ride is, yeah, yeah, the ride was unbelievable. And like, it's yeah, sad it was that that was groundbreaking at the time. Yeah. yeah. But it's sad that that was kind of the end of real 3D. Like, Avatar is the last movie where they use 3D in that way where things actually will, like, come out of the screen and you'll actually yeah. be immersed in it. Now, it's, I don't know why. I heard that it's to that it's because people were having strong reactions, like the reactions were too strong. And so now they soften everything. So nothing comes Wild. out of the screen anymore. Yeah, huh. and it drives me crazy. Oh, like uh, the chairs moving and shit? Yeah, or like things moving up the, the curtains. Yeah. Mm. Like, I don't know. Cool. It's I, yeah yeah but it's crazy because like you know people will be like oh my god like yeah people are getting scared that mm. like shit's coming out of the screen at them and but it's like there i remember the story this in that they would tell in film class where it was like when they screened one of the first films which was like a a train like, oh coming yeah, at the camera, yeah, yeah people ran out of the theater that's amazing and i'm like we we are still there yeah <laughs> like, we can we're, still we're have st- that reaction yeah we're still there like yeah we we can't we can't understand that you know it's fake it's 3d yeah. it's not it's not gonna hurt you but i mean it does look fucking real i remember seeing a 3d like killer bee movie man i was screaming my head off these fucking killer bees were coming at you they were right in front of your face man yeah. it looked like it was gonna poke your fucking eye out dude it's crazy when i was in hong kong a few weeks ago yeah went to hong kong disneyland Ooh. And there was an Iron Man ride. Ooh. It was fucking insane. Yeah. It's like the, I forget what um, Robert Downey Jr.'s um, AI is called in the movie. Friday? No. No. Oh, you mean the, the old one? Yeah, yeah. Sorry? Uh, it's, it's a name like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, but like, you're the, in a the, spaceship. The, the, guy, the guy AI? No, like the, just the voice. Because it was it was it was Jarvis. Yeah, it's Jarvis. There we oh, go. Okay, okay. Yeah, but yeah, Jarvis, yeah, yeah. But Jar- Jarvis gets taken out in the, right. and then now no, it's, I think yeah, it's yeah. Friday now. But yeah, it was Jarvis. So it's Jarvis. It's Jarvis. So you get <laughs> so it's so it's fucking Jarvis. Oh no! Uh, so you get in like the spaceship, which is like the yeah, theater, yeah. and you're going. They're gonna give you a tour of Stark Industries, and yeah. then like this huge alien thing comes, mm-hmm. and like your chairs are like every time like it hits the windshield, the chairs like move, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then at one point the windshield breaks, and like Ooh. smoke flies yeah, in your yeah, face, yeah. like it's fucking wild. Yeah, that's fun, man. Yeah, I like that type of, that type of shit. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like, who's your uh, favorite director you've ever worked with? Uh, favorite director? <laughs> um, favorite director I've ever worked with? I want to say Amanda Tapping. Probably. Okay. Yeah. Nice. What did you, what did you work with her on? Uh, Continuum. This was like five five years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was probably my favorite. I've been yeah. dying to work with her again, but haven't been so lucky. I feel like you didn't um, get my leading question. I wanted to talk about you and Andy. But it's fine. Uh, oh, ha-ha. <laughs> favorite director I've ever worked with. Ah, oh, it's got to be Dave Quinn. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you know it. Uh, no, no, you guys did do an amazing job. Oh, thanks, man. Honestly, you guys um, ran ran a really, really good set, which is not not uh, easy to do. So yeah, dude, you. Props. So I've talked to you about this in real life many times, but mm. like we wrote that part this as isn't like real life. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is podcast land. Uh, yeah, so we wrote this little part that was kind of um, we wanted to just round out their friend group, so we gave one of the characters a boyfriend, and like it's like a fun part, but there's nothing nothing too crazy about yeah, it yeah, uh, in fun. like three or four scenes. Yeah. And you just like you steal every scene you're in in a good way. Like you're just people like when you watch that movie, you want to watch like who's this guy? Is yeah. fun. I want to be friends with him. They call me. You just have this like magnetism (laughs) on camera. That's very nice. Very kind of you. Um, Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, 
obviously super easy. Like, I mean, I'm yeah. shooting with like all my friends and, you know. Yeah, we didn't go into it expecting to, like we held auditions and we didn't expect it to end up being our friends. And then yeah. it just happens that our friends are some of the great actors in the city yeah, that are willing yeah. to work for little money. And yeah, yeah. No, it was like, I think that film really has its place here. Like it's, it feels like a, such a, I've never seen such an honest uh, local piece. You know what I mean? Oh, it's just dude. like, this is, this is what we do. Except I don't know. At some point somebody refers to, to the van as a shithole. <laughs> I'm just like, who are you? <laughs> like, yeah, oh, fuck. I got to move back to this shithole or like, yeah, yeah, I can't wait to get out of this shithole. I'm like, and go where? Calgary? I mean, to be fair, we weren't, yeah, we weren't super selling it as Vancouver. <laughs> no, I know. I know. But it's like, but then the movie does. It looks That's like true. a fucking Vancouver travel. Yeah, it's <laughs> travel basically a travel. Yeah, like. yeah. Tourism Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, seriously. We should get sponsored by the city for the next movie. You should, man. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's like obvious. But I know, in the beginning, I was like, oh, where's this taking place? And I was like, it's Vancouver. It's Vancouver. Yeah. It's in ain't no shithole, bro. <laughs> Grow up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Any other questions? <laughs> Thought you had uh, a list, bro. Yeah, um, that's what we do. We prepare a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I read your IMDb on the way here. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. Well, what, do you see anything you like? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what, are you, what are you working on in the, in the coming year? Uh, in the coming year, I wish I knew. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I'm doing a, a voice stuff mostly, so I've got a couple of voice sessions lined up for an ADR. Uh, I'm dubbing uh, an anime. Um, but other than that, nothing, nothing is, uh, in the, in the works. Just, just waiting. Yeah. You know, like, honestly, I can't, I really can't complain. Um, if I hadn't started doing, if I hadn't started con like, um, sorry, spending more time on voice, I, uh, I'd be in a diff very different situation right now. Yeah. I feel like you, you're kind of, uh, you're going where the work is and I like that a lot. Exactly. Dude. Yeah. Like, honestly, it's because at the end of the day, like, uh, that's all I want to do. I just want to yeah. work. I just want to work. I just want to not work too much though. No. no, I feel like it's a healthy mentality. Like a lot of younger actors, you're focused too much on what your version of success is. When well, yeah. in reality, like being a working actor is success. Is success. Yeah. 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 It's like getting paid to do this is so difficult. It's wild. So difficult. It's yeah. crazy. But like, it makes sense because like, look at the rewards. It's true. It's like, look at the potential, look at everything you, you can get out of it. So of course it's going to be tough to yeah. get it. Like I never used to understand why actors make as much as they do until you realize that like you might work twice in a year well, and that needs to tie you over. There, there is that. There is that. But I think more than that, it's because um, they're the ones taking the biggest risk. Yeah. And... Yeah, I think they're the ones who are exposed. And at the end of the day, you need to have a pretty good incentive to convince people to do that. I mean, yeah, people love to perform and that's yeah. all great and stuff. But at the end of the day, if someone's going to be making that much money off of your face, yeah. you better get a good piece of that pie. It's true. And like, that's why I always tell people, I'm like, look like, look at the amount of A-listers that still do commercials. Yeah. If you can get paid $10 million to work a day, yeah, why would you not? <laughs> you know? true it's like and then they're not and they're not paying you 10 million dollars just be, just for your time no if, it's if, for if, your if, face if you show up and you say you can't use my face they're gonna say well what, yeah. what are we doing here it's true <laughs> yeah. yeah just having that power to sell a product is oh yeah like honestly like i can't 
It's like you look, you watch because we don't watch that much American TV, but you watch no. any American television. You will in a, any given commercial break, you'll see an A-lister. Yeah, somewhere. Like I, I'll, I'll watch like British TV sometimes, and like you'll see Robert De Niro doing a bagel commercial. Really? Yeah, dude. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. And it's like what? It's like yeah, yeah. And it's like this bagel company I've never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like but, Robert. They got Robert De Niro. <laughs> yeah. Started getting big directors for advertising too, like H&M had like Wes Anderson. Yeah, Wes Anderson did that Christmas yeah. one last year. Um, uh, Ridley Scott just did an ad for um, some booze brand. I forget mm -hmm. what it was. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. Ads of the future. Yeah, I just watched uh, Lost in Translation for the first time oh, the other the other week, and yeah, man, those scenes killed me, man. When he's trying to shoot the commercial, like it's yeah. oh man, it was so fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was dying. I was dying. That photographer too. The photographer oh, is just like this soulless dude who's just like. <laughs> But he, but he's so funny, and yeah. like you can tell, Bill's trying to like riff with him, and the photographer is just like, yeah, yeah, no, he's not giving it, him anything. Yeah, just no, no, it was, <laughs> it was so good, so good. Oh man, so you, from both just being your friend, working with you a little bit, seeing stuff you're in, like you have clearly have like comedy and improv chops, Thank and you. yeah, I mean, it's not <laughs> yeah. the end of the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> you go, go, get out, keep going. Uh, uh, yeah, but then like you also have done now the exorcist That's kind of one of your bigger resume pieces like what are you what are you more drawn to like? I know it's kind of where the work is, but do you prefer kind of comedy or do you want to do more dramatic? Acting? Oh, definitely comedy. No, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I can't say I hate doing drama I really don't hate doing drama. I, no. It's very fun to get serious because you know, I'm not a very serious guy, yeah, but no. Um, no comedy is definitely what I have more fun performing a hundred percent a hundred percent It's just too bad that we don't do a lot of comedy here so. It's true. Like yeah. so much of the work in Vancouver is TV movies. Yeah. yeah. Sci-fi, um, dramas, yeah. forest stuff. <laughs> PNW through the roof. Yeah. Just yeah. all. You like shows that take place in the woods? Well, <laughs> you're in the <laughs> right place. Treat yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah, I would, I would do, I would love, I would love to do comedy. Like, yeah. More and more and more and more, please. Yeah. yeah man. But, you know, we get, I get to do it in voice. Like, honestly, like, yeah, I get to, true. get to, be a little funnier yeah yeah what's your character in the hollow uh his name is reeve and what is that what is reeve <laughs> <laughs> um he so the the show takes place um in this like weird world yeah these kids wake up these three kids i'm not one of the like there's like three main kids i'm not one of those kids and they wake up and they're like in well, the strange one of those guys on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so they wake up and they're just like, where are we? Like, blah, blah, blah. Are we dead? Like, what's going on? They're not dead. That's like a recurring joke in the show. But anyway. oh. um, and yeah, so they have like all these superpowers and they don't really know. And they, they keep like running into these tests and like challenges and riddles that they have to solve. And then they run into like another group of kids who's like going through the same stuff. And they realize that like, you know, they're in a game and that they need oh. to compete to win. And so I'm on the team with two other kids who are like, against the main characters and so they all have these superpowers reeve he uh, he can use telekinesis Ooh. so he can like that's reading mine move shit no oh, no no, no, he can, no, like, no move things with his mind yeah and yeah it's pretty badass um yeah there's like the, the other team one guy has like super strong martial arts skills they all have like two powers on the main team and we only have one power and it's so weird like, uh, I, I forget what the second power is for the martial arts kid, but, uh, like one kid has like fire powers, but he can also like fix machines. Like he just understands machines. One girl can like talk to animals and 
like breathe underwater <laughs> something like that yeah that's a mashup so, yeah. that makes sense I like yeah it. yeah and then we have like a chick that can fly and a dude that can run super fast <laughs> like, not bad but no, like I mean, where, where's, where's the second power yo yeah um yeah no but a super fun character to play i mean he is like the the, the stereotypical like angry little boy he's just mad all the time but uh he is he is fun to play he, he is he is pretty cool and i like you know he i'm excited to see where it goes he's back in the second season but that hasn't come out yet that only comes out in 2020 have you started recording the second season we, yet? we're done yeah we oh, finished in wow. january yeah but uh, it doesn't come out till 2020 okay yeah we do them we record like one episode a week yeah wow 10 weeks or whatever well, a quick turnaround really, yeah no, well no it's not actually no is well, it usually more than, or not turn around to production, right, right, I mean, right. like, oh, you mean like, as like an actor? Yeah, because it only takes a couple hours. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it only takes, we get, we show up at 10, we're usually done by 12.30. Cool. Yeah, with it's, a break in the middle. Great day. Yeah, oh, fantastic. That's why I'm saying, like, voice acting, like, I don't, I don't see how, like, I'm gonna, let me rephrase. It's just, like, for me, the, the comfort and the convenience of it is, like, just, it's such it's too huge of an incentive you know right. i'm like yeah i love i love acting on film and everything like that but i'm like i don't love waking up at five and having to go Fair. to some guy remote. picking you up and yeah i wish some guy would pick me up are you kidding me like no I've, had to bust, I've had to bust to langley like multiple times <laughs> everything yeah. shoots in yeah. langley it's ridiculous yeah like yeah. i've had to and I'm, I'm blessed when they're like oh your call time is 10 30 i'm like sweet i can yeah. make it because if my call time is seven i can't bust to langley like no. you can't you can't get there so i'm just like but I've been I've been surprisingly fortunate with getting to set because there I know there's going to be a day one day where they're going to be like, yo, 6 a.m. Langley. And I'm yep. just like, I need someone to give me a ride. Yeah. Sleep on set. But I'm going to learn to drive very soon. I'm gonna OK. Learn, yeah. I love that you don't drive. I don't because I'm also an adult that does not drive. Yeah. But um, as an actor, I that. feel like I need to because I can't even play someone who can drive a car. True. So that is mainly that's the main. Has that been a thing you've done yet where you had to get a body double to drive? Uh, not particularly. No, I haven't run into it just yet, yeah. but I feel like it's coming. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get my license this year and well, I'm going to try to get it. Dude, let's do our uh, licenses together. It'd be well, great. I already do you have your L? I think it's expired again. Oh, come on, Josh. I know. Can you just go renew, renew it, or do you have to take a test again? These are things that I don't know. Okay, well, um, figure yeah. it out, because I'm going to book my road test, like, this week. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's why. Because you yeah. have to book it three months in advance. Wow. Yeah, which I did not know, because no. I wanted to get my license this month. Yeah. <laughs> well, not this month, but, like, in a few weeks. And yeah. they're like, now, bro. I have to get no, it in October. Is that to get your N? My N, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man. I'm so stressed, but I'm going to take a course. So. Yeah, I did driver's ed when I was at the age that you do that, yeah. and then I moved here. And, yeah, and then you don't no. need a car here at no. all, at all. Yeah, I I can't remember the last time I was in a car. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I mean a cab, but yeah, like yeah. just like oh, just sitting in like, yeah, yeah. like a friend's car. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, a, a few of my friends drive, so we we drive around quite a bit. But I I just need to I just need to do it. Yeah. I just need to do it. Twenty eight. It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. dude something i love about the vancouver actor community is that like it, people who are working still do like fun projects just like, yeah shorts man. and shit and yeah. like uh i think the first thing i saw you in mm. was cypher right um jerome and lawrence's film right 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 
and that that movie like I still think and talk about it all the time. Yeah, that was a, that was a special one for all of us. I yeah. think. Yeah, is that was... is that out and available to like anyone right now? No, I don't. Oh, think okay, so. cool. I, I just want people so. to see it. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's available. I think they still hold on to it for whatever reason. But yeah, I, I think they should just release it on YouTube. Yeah, uh, in that Alex plays a teenage rapper. I guess is that yeah. That is correct. And it's like the, set in the eighty. I'm, just, yeah, I'm doing a terrible job no, of pitching anything you're in. Yeah. 1997, I think, is the year. Yeah. We, we throw down. Racism yeah. is hot, thriving. It's a hot topic. Koreans versus blacks. Yeah. You know, we're getting getting to it. I tear Jerome a new one. Yeah. <laughs> in the rap battle. <laughs> you super do. Oh, I, yeah. I cried. Oh, for I sure cried. I cried. <laughs> I know you cried and you made me cry. But I cried because he cried. That's the only reason I cried. I mean, he cried because you cried. No, he cried first. Oh. He cried first. Shit. And then I cried. No, that was a, that was like a that was a really special shoot for me. I think as far as like doing drama like that, yeah, that was like probably my favorite favorite experience. Yeah, just because like, well, I'd never played a lead before, first of all, so that was my first lead mm-hmm. and my only lead since really. Um, but it was dope. It was just like getting to really play that character which i never really have played before not not yeah. to that extent you know like i've done i've done a couple of you know little hoodlums mm-hmm. but um no the fellow they, they were playing him was just like really cool because he was just like so mad all the time and just yeah. like you know that typical just angry kid with n- so much talent and so much potential but like n- no no proper vehicle except for you know rap rapping and things yeah. like that so Dave and I were talking about this at lunch earlier mm. is um, Jerome and Lawrence have this weird knack to like tell a story that in my head's a feature. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and all of the shorts are like that, like Gongju, yeah. um, yeah, idols. idols. Yeah. Idols. Uh, crazy. I don't understand how they pack these like 10 minute pieces yeah. into these like very compelling stories. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think that's and just, it doesn't feel rushed. I think that's just the eye that they have. You know, yeah. I think that they look at it in a way that's like, they want it to be a feature, mm-hmm. but they're just going to show you the, the almost like a proof the, of concept. Yeah. They're going to show you the hot meat. word right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. they could do a lot more, but yeah. they're just going to, they're just going to give you, give you the hot stuff right away. But yeah, like idols like that, that was freaking crazy. Like, yeah. I, I couldn't believe what I was watching when I saw that. I was like, I hate Jerome. I hate, I hate him so much. I think Jerome's come up in every episode so far, which is wild because I don't even actually know Jerome that well. Yeah, I know, I know. I was yeah. just, I was just with him before oh, I nice. came here. Yeah, I was I was grabbing lunch with him. Cool. Yeah. How's he doing? He's doing good. He's doing good. But Jerome, you know, he's yeah. He just shot that recess uh, short. Dude, yeah. it looks so cool. Yeah, it does. Yeah, <laughs> they brought the picture of Richard at the party. <laughs> so funny, King Bob. Oh my yeah. god. Um, how's he doing? Yeah, he's just always always so fucking like unsatisfied with everything he does i was actually surprised that when i asked him how recess went he said it went well i was like thank wow. god i don't think i've ever heard him have a positive thing to say no never yeah. never says anything <laughs> positive about his own work like i right after idols you know like i, I found him like i didn't see him all night and then yeah. I, I i went and saw him I, I ran into him randomly in the streets yeah and i was like dude that movie was fucking crazy bro and he was like yeah I don't know, man. I'm like, okay, yeah. shut your fucking mouth right now, you 
piece of shit. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I did say shut the fuck up though. Yeah. I was like, I was like, you're, you're, you're like, shut up. Enjoy this night. Like you, yeah. you had the best movie there. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I mean, not yeah. sorry. Yeah. That was my opinion, but that's, yeah. I feel like just like acting, there's such different schools of thinking with filmmaking and he, he's a savant. Like he's, he, he has really like is, a, man. And for someone who's only made what three films, like, yeah, all shorts, two, but yeah. he like clearly has a voice Yeah, and yeah. And I, I just think that, yeah, like you said, it's like the people look for different things in films, and I get that. But I feel like the Vancouver scene gets a little protective mm-hmm. with their films that they make. And I, what I mean by that is just like it, I feel like when I'm watching Vancouver indies, they feel like they it's like it's like we don't want to sell out. Yeah, it's like we're indie, and I'm like yeah, but that's fine and that's yeah. cool, but. It, it feels repetitive. It does. And I think if I'm going to like psychoanalyze the industry as a whole, when mm. it comes to indie stuff, mm. I think it's kind of out of rebellion of what shoots here. Yeah, exactly. So like actors yeah. are working on, and again, nothing against these things, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. actors are working a lot on like TV movies yeah. and things that aren't, they're not the demographic for what they're making. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like when they're doing their indie stuff, they want, they want it to be as art house as like anti, commercial as yeah possible, yeah exactly know? yeah and i'm like the complete opposite obviously james, yeah. james cameron i was gonna say, <laughs> james, I was gonna say michael bay no james cameron yeah yeah but yeah. seriously so i'm just like no i want i want it to be commercially successful like yeah. that so i so i will take every i will you know i'll do whatever needs to be done in order for it to look like it wasn't made for yeah wasn't an indie film or whatever yeah. but that's again like that's super personal but again it's like that's not my my personal taste doesn't gravitate towards independent films, whether yeah. they're from here or anywhere else. You know, right. like I, I'll watch an indie film. I can appreciate one, like you know, but would I, would I go out of my way to watch one? Probably not. Mm. So that's kind of if, I, if if someone is like, oh, like I'll, I'll watch anything with somebody. Yeah. But if I'm alone, I only want to watch things that will satisfy me or whatever. So. Yeah. Porn. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just hours and hours of porn. Hours of porn. Just, yeah. just days, really. Yeah. It's a good thing there's not like an hour meter on yeah. uh, like video games. Yeah. Uh, no fucking <laughs> pornographic <laughs> retreat. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. What were we talking about? Um, pre-porn. Pre-porn, yes. Uh, indie <laughs> films. Yeah. I think we just, we obviously have very different tastes in entertainment, but mm. I, I want to be as financially successful as I need to be to be able to make the next thing. The next thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's really all I like. I mean, that's not all I care about. I would like to make money. Yeah. But the thing to me is, yeah, if I can just always have the ability to make a movie, that's yeah. what I'm shooting yeah, for. Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I've, you know, I've, I, I want to make, I want to make stuff. I want to make a movie. Well, movie. I don't know. Movie sounds a little presumptuous right now. I haven't made anything yet, except I made a, no, I didn't make anything. <laughs> um, what did you kind of make? Well, that I, gonna... I did a YouTube show with my with my buddy, and but it's like it's very very like guerrilla style. What is that? It's a gaming. It's kind of a podcast, but, oh, okay. But it's more like it's it's a it's a web web show, I guess. It's it's like um, it's just we do game reviews, but it's it's done with 
practically no money. It's not very well executed, but the writing, the writing is there. The okay. R- the writing yeah. is there. I will say that. I mean, it's not written, but we just, you know, we just kind of just riffing, yeah. just riffing, but we, we play these characters. It's like a fake news show. Oh, fun. Where we, where we like review games. got to watch this later. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I've only gotten good feedback and I don't know if that's just people trying to be nice, but, yeah. um, it was a very good uh, medium for us to express our opinions about games because we play so many games together, like so many. This is before, like now he's my roommate, but before when we started doing that show, we were just like, he was living in the West End and we would, I, would, I would go to his place probably four or five times a week just to fucking play games. Dude. So we would always rip the games apart and we'd be like, somebody needs to hear this. And then we're like, oh, let's put it on the internet. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we're just, yeah, we're kind of like these two crusaders. <laughs> But there's also like a narrative. There's like a <laughs> we like string this narrative along throughout the show of like Great. just like betrayals and, and, and what's that. the show called? It's called Toot News. T O O T T O T. But it's T. It's like the the O's are zeros. You know, uh, just because uh, we're clever like that. Oh yes, but, speak. Uh, yeah, it's a ten, ten out of ten news. That's why because we're, we're, we're we rate uh, the games and then we're trying. The whole point was that we're looking for the perfect game, but we can't find it. And then, uh, yeah, so we'll That's keep, keep the game's little scores. Yeah. But it became, it, like, at first we were trying to kind of review the game seriously. Very quickly it became, <laughs> the reviews became very secondary very quickly. <laughs> but the games are always the center of the episode. You know, the game okay. that we're reviewing is, yeah, um, yeah no, when we, you know, I think, I think I, I'm super happy with it. I think I'm cool. Like, yeah, I, th- I thought it was pretty cool. But I would be super down to continue doing it, but just yeah. not the way that we've done it because I don't I don't I'm I want the quality to go up I want to have an actual team to like shoot it get the sound because the sound is like a nightmare sounds hard sound is so fucking hard yeah and yeah it's just I hate it I hated it but I I I edited like the entire show you know oh cool man yeah yeah Yeah, so I was like I don't want to do that again nope (laughs) that sounds awful yeah yeah Yeah. it's like our last episode probably took me like 40 hours to edit oh shit it was crazy it was a lot though it was like that episode was the heavy lifting but yeah but I'm very happy with it but the sound I accept the sound the sound kills me I feel like games like gaming made its way into mainstream culture in the last few years and I feel so left out by it like I yeah, I didn't grow up gaming. Uh, yeah. I'm not good at it. I don't super enjoy it. Games have gotten a lot easier, to tell you the truth. Okay. Like, yeah, that's the kind of been the, the way of the world. So ever since, I'd say, the second generation, the last hard games I remember playing were, like, on the Xbox. And I mean, like, the, the games, like, back on N64 yeah. and, like, Xbox, the original Xbox, PS2, back in those days, like, you had to... You had to like figure it out. Yeah. You had to figure the game out. And it was not easy. No. After that, um, when they got into Xbox 360 and PS3, games just started telling you what to do. Hmm. And so games are a lot easier to complete now. But easier than ever. Because right. you just you just you just following instructions. Like Jeep, you're just yeah. following instructions. Then you get to the end and you're like, cool. You go back and play those games, like you go back and play Legend of Zelda. You go back and yeah. play Donkey Kong sixty four, like those games. I went back and played fucking Halo, one. So that's and when I, when that game came out, I tried, yeah. failed terribly. I was like, hey, not but for me. Halo's tough, man. Like yeah. I went back and I was like, yo, I have no clue what to do. Like yeah. I don't, they don't tell you where to oh, go. Oh, see, I'm not even there. I'm like pointing the gun at the yeah, ground yeah. and spinning in circles. Like I yeah, can't. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help you there. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, I love games. I just do. I honestly yeah. think video games are fucking amazing. And I really respect people who are good at them because 
some people, you know, have kind of an opinion about it, but the truth is like to be good, to be as good as, to be the best at a video game, yeah. the amount of dedication that you need is absurd, absurd. Like that's why these Korean kids are being paid millions of dollars yeah. to fucking play Starcraft. We were just talking to uh, Kurt Ostland recently and yeah. he was going off about how much he used to game. Mm. And then what were the hour counts at? Like, was he saying like 3,000? Yeah. For what? For what? For what games? Yeah, I don't even, I don't, I, he said them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. World of Warcraft. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that, yeah. But that game's been out for like fifteen. Oh years. yeah. But it was the. It was probably the first major. MMO like yeah. yeah. Like, that sucked everybody in. Yeah. yeah. Still is. Yeah, I remember in high school I had a friend that like got deep down the spiral, and we had yeah. to like go to his house and be like, "Hey, stop!" Yeah, like we had to go. Like you're in a bathrobe for the third class. day. Yeah. yeah, he was skipping class I had going a to the. Friend who that's the only way he could hang out with his dad because his dad was a huge gamer. Really? Wow. He was like 50, but obviously like more introverted kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's actually a, they made like a Japanese Netflix show about that. It's called oh. like, it's like a Final Fantasy show where it's like this kid, he, he, he meets his dad online in Final Fantasy, but his dad is like totally not a gamer and like, this is how they get closer. They get closer through this game and it's like a really, I haven't finished it, but it seemed like a really touching. Did you guys ever watch Ready Player One? I did no. watch it. Never, never read the book, but I, I watched it the It seems movie. like something you'd really like. The book? Both. Um, I did enjoy the movie. I mean, I didn't like, I wasn't like jumping up and down, but it was good. Like it was yeah. fun. It was a fun movie. Um, the book I hear is like amazing. Yeah. It was just, there were just things in the movie that bothered me. I was like, why do you, it's like the bad guy will like blow up this whole neighborhood <laughs> and like nobody tries to do anything about it mm. except like the main characters and all that stuff. And then at the end of the movie, like the police shows up. <laughs> I'm just like, there was police this whole time. We, like, and we just didn't know. Yeah, like what the fuck? You haven't seen like they never show up ever. And then when everything's like done, yeah. they show up to like arrest the bad guy at the end. <laughs> and I'm like, it's definitely like Steve Jobs' version of Willy Wonka. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Like tech fantasy. Well, yeah, like he gets the game, he gets the rights to own. What's that role he got at the end? It's like game master. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. They got the guy from. Uh, Bridge of Spies or whatever the guy who won the Oscar, I think he's Canadian. Is he? I don't know. Well, but yeah, he plays like yeah he plays like the Willy Wonka dude, and then yeah the bad guy like betrayed him and all this stuff. But it was it was cool. Like honestly, like the the movie was pretty cool, especially like you know if you if you do play games, it was it was it was kind of neat. Like it just shows you this like dream fucking like every gamer's dream basically is that yeah. movie. You know like to be like in a, a fully in a immersive game. Yeah. yeah, like that's nuts. Yeah, that would be fucking nuts. Like VR is already pretty crazy, but like my my roommate has PSVR, but man, it's, how it's I haven't done like this new generation of VR. How immersive are we talking? It's like, is it... pretty fucking crazy, yeah? but it's man, it it's taxing, very taxing. Like physically, yeah, or... physically, like really, you, you will get, you will feel sick, shit, like very quickly. Yeah, my girlfriend did it a few weeks ago, or longer than that, you know, at some <laughs> point in the last year, yeah. and she had vertigo for three days yeah, after. Yeah, like yeah. it will it will fuck you up. Yeah. So you need to be like really careful, but it's it's because it's that it's that destabilizing. I did it in Toronto Airport on the mm. way to Nashville one time. Yeah. And I sat there for probably ten minutes. Yeah. This flying game. I had to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. I threw up. Yeah. So disorienting. Yeah. But yeah. it felt so right, and it felt very like 
I wasn't. Exactly. Yeah, it's scary. It's scary, man. It's proper scary. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Do it, Josh. <laughs> yeah, gotta try it out. Yeah, fucking. That's do it. the next podcast episode. We just record us doing VR. <laughs> yeah. Fucking mosquito bites. Goddamn summertime. Yeah. But I, I hope they're mosquito bites. I hope they're not bed bugs. Well, now Dave has bed bugs, so. Well, I don't think I have bed bugs. No. But I only get bit at night. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have bed bugs. Well, mosqu- but mosquitoes come out at night. Oh, that's true. And we were outside all day yesterday. No, yeah, we were. Yeah. I don't know. All right, dude. Before we wrap up, any yeah. uh, any words of wisdom? Words of wisdom. Jesus. Yeah. Um, you just changed some young people's lives. That'd be great. Uh, apply yourselves in school. Always. <laughs> that's yeah. great. Yeah. Don't don't take it for granted. And, yeah. Uh, once you're out of school, then do whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all right, dude. All right. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming out, man. Yeah, it was a good time. Good right. time. Good talks. Let's, uh, let's grab a drink or something. Yeah. Okay. Right now? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's bye. do it. Okay. Bye, everybody. Ha <laughs> ha. We're going to get fucked up.